to a ladies' night at a bar downtown. Party with my friends, watch the boys get down. We were laughing, chuckling, having a good time. Swear to God, it hardly cost a dime. We won prizes, risers, shooters, too. We had a good time, a great time, and you could, too. PMCs, you know, on a Pied Piper trip. She'll make you laugh and dance about a script. You say a whistle and we do. Scream and we did. Get on your knees, drink this. You feel like a kid. They call it ladies' night, girls' night, women's night, too. Whatever they call it, it's a night for you. It's ladies' night, your night, a night of fun. A night when the men come in when it's done. The entertainment is raw, primetime treat. If you're lucky, you'll see some primetime meat. There's Superman, Wolfman, Tin Man, too. Cowboys, cops, they're all for you. See, folks, men, duck, princes, too. All your fantasies lined up for you. They're tall, they're short, they're fat, and they're thin. But there's only one business they love to be in. They call it ladies' night, girls' night, women's night, too. Whatever they call it, it's a night for you. It's ladies' night, your night, a night of fun. A night when the men come in when it's done. If you've seen my show, you know what I do. I poke some fun the girls' way, too. I tell some jokes and that can't be wrong, because they all like to hear my milk song. Milk song, milk song, Here we go, girls. I don't drink milk because my best friends do, and I don't drink milk because I like to scream. I don't drink milk because I'm long and lean. I don't drink milk because I'm so obscene. I don't drink milk because it comes from a tip. I don't drink milk because I don't give a shit. I don't drink milk when I'm smoking grass. I don't drink milk because I got a fat ass. And I don't drink milk when I'm taking a toast. I don't drink milk because it makes me choke. I don't drink milk because it curdles my scotch. I don't drink milk because I got a sore scratch. And I don't drink milk because I'm just a little runk. I don't drink milk because I got an itchy. And I don't drink milk because I drive a truck. I don't drink milk because I don't give a fuck. I don't drink milk because I masturbate. I drink milk because it tastes so great. So great. Ladies' night, girls' night, women's night, too. Whatever they call it, it's a night for you. It's ladies' night, your night, a night of fun. A night when the men come in when it's done. A night when the men come in when it's done. Now, for those of you who have never been, it's the craziest show you've ever seen. You get waited on by the hardest men. Drinks so cheap you can't remember when. They treat you right, you get high as a kite. There's never a fight, it's a night you'll like. Now you ask, how can I prove it? If you haven't been to ladies' night, do it, do it, do it, do it. Now you ask, how can I prove it? If you haven't been to ladies' night, do it, do it, do it. They call it ladies' night, girls' night, women's night, too. Whatever they call it, it's a night for you. It's ladies' night, your night, a night of fun. A night when the men come in when it's done, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's done, done, done. done. And you're listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show from 1986. That was lovely Linda with Ladies Rap from Champagne's Nightclub in Surrey, 1986, Vancouver. I think perhaps that was the first ever rap 7-inch to come out of Vancouver. Of course, EQ later 
later on, about 89 or 90, released the first rap 12-inch to come out of Vancouver. But I think that lovely Linda's Ladies' Night Rap from Champagne Nightclub in Surrey from 1986 was the first rap record to come out of Vancouver. And speaking of rap, today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, an interview with Little Zan, the rapper Little Zan from Redlands. And to prepare you for Little Zan, here's a little bit, oh, a little bit of Dan Hill. Yes, Dan Hill, a 1960s artist covering the Kinks, covering the Kinks. He covers a whole bunch of bands, including the Kinks. And also, after Dan Hill, we're going to hear a little bit of Alice Bag and the Bags doing We Will Bury You from 1978. And an interview with Little Zan. And then... Some more music on Denard Ward Human Serviette Radio Show. So here is Dan Hill on Denard Ward, the Human Serviette Radio Show.
A.K.A. Diego. Little Zan, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yo, thank you for having me. I love it here. Y'all are so nice. You're out here getting riches. Who are you? I always say, who are you? But you actually have a song called that. Who are you? <laughs> I'm out here getting riches, though. <laughs> yeah. Could you explain a bit about that? Who are you? Uh, I'm Little Zan, A.K.A. Diego, of Mexican descent. You know, most people think I'm Caucasian because, I mean, I can't blame them. I look Caucasian. Uh... I'm out here with my Xanarchy movement, and we're just, you know, trying to bring a positive message to the youth. And right off the bat, little Zan, I have a gift for you, an original Big L record. Oh, <laughs> yo, yo, everybody, if you really know me from my childhood, you know that Big L was like, he was the go-to one to listen to, Big L. Honestly, he inspired a lot of that evil rap. Like, if you listen to his lyrics and stuff, he talks about... You know, raping nuns and stuff, man. Big O was crazy, yo. Shout out to Big O, man. Rest in peace. And that is a gift for you. His last record before his death. Yeah, it was terrible how they got him, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Robesman. Yo, shout out Robesman from the No Jumper uh, crew. Um, if it wasn't for him, I don't think I'd be here, honestly, yo. So shout out Robesman. I love that guy. He actually connected you with? Cole Bennett. Yep. You did many vids. Yes, many vids. Up. 100 million. Yo, right. I'm counting. Yo, um, shout out Cole Bennett. Roseman did introduce me. Um, and that song, Betrayed, that Cole shot, just hit 100 million, I think, uh, like a day or two ago. So, yeah, I met Cole through him. Shout out Cole. That's my brother for life. And he did the FAR video. And we're just going to keep on working and keep getting this money. Little Sam, I was wondering, what is this picture? What is going on here? <laughs> ah, yo! Wow, this is me and my ex-girlfriend, Carol, from middle school. Yo, th I and then my homegirl drew this picture for me. Wow, I love this picture of me so much. I'm glad that the world can finally see this. Did Carol ever give you a hug? Yes, she gave me the best hugs. Shout out Carol, man. That's crazy she's watching this. Wow. Did you ever smoke weed with Chelsea? Oh, my God. Chelsea? <laughs> Yo, yeah, shout out Chelsea. I just smoked a lot of weed with Chelsea, too. And what about Maddie and Lexi? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, those are all the homegirls. We all used to chill and smoke weed and shit. Yeah, shout out Nardwar for that. <laughs> fuck my teachers. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, fuck my teachers for not believing in me. Um, they all, well, I mean, I didn't put in the effort, so. Uh, That's a song. Oh, yeah. I just say a lot of things in that song that are pretty hilarious. Little Sam, I have another gift for you. A Kid Frost LP. He is all about Latino rap. Oh, my God. See, this is something my dad would definitely know a lot more about. From 1990, and it has an instrumental, too, for you to rap over. Yo, so we're going to get DJ Fu, the ear drummer, is my main in-house producer and manager. If you're watching this, Fu, he couldn't be here today. We're going to sample the fuck out of this. It continues on also with the Latin Alliance put together by Kid Frost, another instrumental. Basically, what Nardwar is doing is providing me with the utensils to make my next hit. So 
Let's get it. <laughs> Thank you, Nardwar. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. Uh, do you have him on speed dial? Do you have Little Pump on speed dial? Actually, he's a he's a friend of mine, but I don't. I, if I had him on speed dial, I probably would call him and just for him to say that all the time. You love punk rock, don't you? Xanarchy. Xanarchy. I mean, Xanarchy. Anarchy. Anarchist. Uh, my dad had the Anarchist cookbook growing up. And, you know, it, it taught you how to make bombs and all those crazy shit before it got banned in the everywhere. Uh, so, yeah, Xanarchy is, you know, a product of my dad raising me off a lot of different genres of music. And you love Black Flag, too. Black Flag is super fucking dope. I found them from my dad, and it used to be on this old snowboarding game, and I would always just love it when it came on. And I have a gift for you, for you and your dad, Violence Girl by Alice Bay. You know what the craziest thing is? My... My dad, way back in the day, had a copy of this, but he probably doesn't now. And the fact, like, my dad loves you, so he's probably going to, like, cry when I provide him with this. Alice Bag from East L.A., and her mom was named... Her mom was named... Uh, Alice. Candy. Alice Candy. Right, Alice Bag is her name, but her mom was Candy. That's the same as you. And now I know something I didn't know, yo. She's from East L.A. That is Latino rock. The bags, amazing. He really had this book? Yeah, he really did. Like, he grew up in uh, Boyle Heights, so, you know, he was all about that shit. Yeah, in the 80s. Alice Bag was also in the band Castration Squad. My dad would know. Oh, that sounds, that's, a, that's a horrible name, though, isn't it? I love that name, Castration Squad. It's, it's, it's scary. <laughs> I like it, though. Um, thank you. This is tight. Wow. Was your dad's nickname Opie Cunningham? <laughs> Yo, I just found that out the other day. How did you find that out? <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't know why. I don't know the story behind that, but it was. That's crazy. And who do we have in the house right now, part of the Xanarchy movement? Could you please identify them from the left? We have uh, Shot by JP, uh, my main videographer. Kim Folk John mixes all my records. Steven Cannon, next up of Up and Coming Xanarchy. And then Stat Quo is probably hiding himself. But that is the infamous Stat Quo hiding because he doesn't like to be on camera. Stat Quo, Stat Quo, Stat Quo. Part of the whole, part of the whole shady aftermath, you know. Let's bring over right now Steven Cannon. Who is Steven Cannon? Without Steven Cannon, I would not be here today. And he discovered me at one of his... Sh you tell him. You tell him, bro. Who is little Zach? Lil Zan is the best creation that I have ever had close or dear to my life. <laughs> but you are here, Stephen Cannon, because of this gentleman right here, aren't you? Little Bow Wow. <laughs> yes, I love You explained. You are here. Zan is here because of Bow Wow, right? I'm the new Prince of the O. Can you explain the connection between you, Little Bow Wow, and Zan? Okay, so Little Bow Wow... He made the basketball song, which made me start rapping, and I made more songs, and I met Lil Xan at my show. And we also have another gift for you, a little Bow Wow 12-inch. The basketball record? With instrumental as well. He got the basketball record. <laughs> so tonight, are we going to hear a bit of instrumental from Stephen Cannon? I will freestyle to Lil Bow Wow's basketball instrumental later on. I'm down. Thank you. Thank you very much, Stephen Cannon, and do do loo do 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 Quote, Little Zan pranced atop a car, signed autographs, and generally appeared to thrill the cell phone-wielding audience. The Redlands Daily Facts. Yes, um, it was always a dream of mine because Redlands, California, uh, hometown, an hour east of L.A. I put out a tweet uh, that said, 
yo, meet me here at this time. And I didn't think anything of it because it was like three hours in advance and where I'm from is kind of lame. But so instead of 50 people I anticipated, I'd say about like 2,000 people came and they mobbed me to a parking structure where they all started jumping on cars and damaging properties. And then the police helicopters had to come out and a couple ambulances were called and they cost me a lot of money. And my manager, Stackwell, is really mad at me. And I'm sorry, Stackwell. Um, but yeah. Whose car did you jump on? I jumped on actually my ex-girlfriend's car, which was hilarious because she just let me do it. And you ended in a police car? For my own protection because like, when the police helicopter came, it just got wild, and I was like, I'm getting arrested for sure. But it was for my own protection and to get my name so they could write the checks to all the fines. Redlands, California, food, the Redlands Night Market. Oh, Market Night, yeah, that's what we call it, Market Night. Every Thursday, uh, on the same street I told people to meet me on, every Thursday, it's like a whole little carnival, get your face painted, uh, you know, get the little Zan, coffee tattoos, uh, live music, you know, come out, it's a great time. But in all reality, it's pretty boring. Nick's uh, Burgers, Oscars. Oh, my God. One of the best places in the world to get burgers is Nick's Burgers. Oh, my God. They have funnel cake, too. If you're in Redlands, California, which I doubt any of you will ever be, <laughs> go there. Nick's Burgers. And you are little? Xanix. And little Xan, could you bring over right now Stat Quo? Who is Stat Quo? Who is, could you explain who Stat Quo is? Yeah, Stat, Stat Quo is my manager. Uh, he's part of the, you know, Eminem's dogs, Kendrick's dogs, everybody's dog. Stat, get over here. I'm going to let him explain because he's way better. The only reason I'm doing this because it's of him. Yeah, you're a legend, bro. <laughs> Stat, Stat, never, he's a legend. Stat would never do this, but you're a legend, bro. Uh, who is little Zan, Stat? He's a genius, man. He's an incredible kid. With, with like you know, with super talent, and he got a message. You know what I mean? You hear the kids screaming in the background; they love him. And I have a gift to give to Little Zan of your record, Stat Quo. What? <laughs> Yo, he hates this, and I love this. Uh, what can you say about this record, Stat Quo? Paul Rosenberg, I love you, but you made me wear an A hat, with, and the A was spinning on it. And, uh, and people still pick on me to this day. Shout out to DJ who always makes fun of me about that hat. Paul, you did that. Paul's the president of Def Jam now. But boom. And little Sand, what can you say about like that? The instrumental. You can rap over it tonight. Please no. This is uh what I'm thinking. Just to piss him off, I'm gonna uh remix this whole album. Mm. <laughs> no. But stat quo, why? Why did you make Eminem mad? Why did you make Eminem mad? Nobody makes Eminem mad. Yeah. Oh, that story you want to know? That's I made him mad because I it was a song that he wanted me to do, and I told him if if he gave me a million dollars and he got on it, then I should do it. He got upset about that. You know, I made him mad. But what has that quote told you about working with like Dr. Dre or Eminem? Oh, uh, he just tells me all the good you know the good times. They're the good people, man. They're real good people. I love all I love uh, hearing all the stories because it's history. You know, a lot of people don't have that. It's amazing, Stat Quo, from Dr. Dre to Little Zan. It's all the same. You know what I'm saying? But if you really look at it, Dre, when they were doing their music back in the days, people thought it was trash, too. Older people. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing. It all, it all like, you know, it's like a cycle. You know what I'm saying? It just starts all over again. So 10 years from now, you probably be looking at Lil Zan, how he looked at, not to say, you know what I mean? That That's going to happen, but it could be, you know? Well, thanks so much, Stat Quo, and do-do-loo-do. 
The remix. Stat quite uh, the remix. That'll work. That'll work. Just the fact that y'all got stats to do that is literally fucking amazing. Little Zan, I have another gift for you. The biggest band from the Inland Empire from 1965, The Bush. The biggest band from 1965, Bush. Bro, I've never heard. Is this really the biggest band from Redland? Yeah, from 1965, Bush. And they're from Rialto. What can you say about Rialto? My mom grew up in Rialto, California. Um, she grew up in uh, Rialto. It's better now, uh, but it used to be really ghetto. And her house would get shot up like on the daily because a rival gang thought it was they just had the wrong house, so they would shoot up my mom's house all the time, and it would piss uh, them off. But yeah, shout out Rialto. But real, but reality, no, don't shout them out. And now you have the biggest band in 1965, from Bush, Rialto. from Rialto. And you should sample again, feeling sad and lonely. So all of this is going into the archive of samples, and we're just going to make a Nardwar gifted album. And it's going to be fucking amazing. Little Zan, I was curious, winding up here, Mac Miller, did he inspire the backpack? Oh, yes. that That's actually a great question. Um, I, I've always loved, like, growing up, you know, the most dope dad. He always had his backpack on. He don't do it no more. But, like, I guess it's what initially got me wearing the backpack because I always thought backpacks so I was cool. But now the more I do it, the more it is in the uh, light of Mac Miller. Yeah, the backpack so I came straight from the most dope, all that. I love, uh, love, love Mac Miller. And little Zen, girls like ladders? Girls like ladders. Wait, bitches love ladders. Oh, I tweeted that a long time ago. I was like, bitches love ladders. Yo, John, I think I was at your crib when I came up with that. Oh, no, I didn't come up with that. I think it was a meme. But I was like, bitches love ladders. I don't know. It's, it's, it's funny. Little Zan, anything you want to add to the people out there at all? Uh, Zanarchy, uh, uh, I'm still Little Zan. You can call me Diego if you want. Um, on the second album, I'm going to be full of Diego. Um, Zanarchy is a positive group positive message uh don't do xanax don't do any drugs don't go cold turkey get help if you need it and uh, i love you all i love all my supporters and i love nardwar why should people care about little xan why should people care i think people should care about me because i'm doing something different in the music industry uh that a lot of other rappers are and when you hear my album uh march 17 total xanarchy i think people aren't like ready like it's a whole new wave and i think i'm at the the front ground for that so the music speaks for itself. Uh, the fans are the best, and I think I'm just going to be around for a while. Well, thanks so much, Little Zan. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do do loot do Hey, do do
You're still listening to the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there from Rialto, California, The Bush, with Feeling Sad and Lonely from 1965. And 25 minutes from Rialto is Riverside, California. And you heard an interview with, from the year 2018, Little Zan. And before that, The Bush. Bags from Los Angeles featuring Alice Bag with We Will Bury You from 1978 on Denard the Human Serviette Radio Show. Right now, I'm going to play a record, The Wisdom of Malcolm X from the streets of Harlem for the first time on record, The Voice of Malcolm X. X, which I got at Rotate This Records in Toronto. Here is the wisdom of Malcolm X on Denardwar, the human serviette radio show. Out of my brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, we want to first thank you for taking the time to come out here in Harlem this afternoon to this unity rally. But I think before we go into our unity rally, we should give another round of applause first to the steel band that played earlier. And to Gus Denizulu and his African drummers and dancers who just finished. They made us feel right at home. Not down home, but back home. The only time you feel, or the only time you remember down home is when you see a rope. That's the number one memory that we attach to down home. But back home, our people are happy. A happy people. We love to sing and dance. We love to be in unity and harmony. We love to do things together. This is the African way. This is our way. We never knew anything about disunity and inharmony until we were kidnapped by the white man and brought here to America, divided against each other, and then used against each other. But we want to welcome you to our rally, our unity rally, for a, a united black front, to unite all factions of our people, to unite every one of the 20 million so-called Negroes into one group. And you'll notice, whenever the white man thinks that we're going to call a rally to knock our own kind, you see him jammed out here. He wants to hear us say something against 
King or against Bunch or against Farmer, against someone of our own kind. He jams out here. But when you call a rally, of, a rally for black people to unite, let's get together, you don't see too many white folks then. They don't like black people to get together in unity and harmony. As long as you and I are going to attack each other or talk about each other or heap scorn and ridicule upon each other, the white man gets his kick. But when he knows that we're going to come together in unity and harmony, he won't get his kick. He will get kicked. So in calling this unity rally, we invited Dr. Adam Clayton Powell, Dr. Roy Wilkins, Dr. Whitney Young, Dr. James Farmer, Dr. Edward Davis, the right Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Dr. Gardner C. Taylor, Dr. Ralph Bunch, Dr. A. Philip Randolph, Professor James Lawson, and Dr. James Foreman. We invited all these so-called Negro doctors to come out and since they are doctors, give their analysis, their diagnosis of the ailments that our people are afflicted with here in America. And after giving their diagnosis to this vast audience here in Harlem, then we wanted them to offer their solution. We told them that if they came out, they could give you and me, us here in Harlem, some idea of what we can do to solve our own problems. Instead of always running downtown to the white man telling him what's wrong and begging him for his crumbs, we wanted to get together here in Harlem and analyze our own problems and see what we could do ourselves to solve our problems. Because as long as we sit around here waiting for some blue-eyed white man to undo what he himself is guilty of doing will be another thousand years waiting for a solution to the race problem. Our problem has to be solved by us. We have to do it ourselves. Our condition has to be corrected ourselves. No white man can do it for us. No white man will do it for us. No white man wants to do it for us. No white man even has the nature to do it for us. So we sent them the letter pointing out to them that if capitalistic Kennedy and communistic Khrushchev can find something in common on which to form a united white front, despite their tremendous ideological differences, then it's time for the so-called Negro leaders to submerge all of our trivial minor differences in order to seek a common solution to a common problem posed by a common, a common enemy to our people by forming a united black front. If the American government, which is a white government, and the Russian government, which is a white government, can get together and form a united white front, and that's all they form, a united white front, then it is time for you and me, time for us, 
to forget our little differences and in some way try to find how we can form a united black front. When you see the white man forming a united white front, he's forming that front against a common enemy, an enemy that's a common enemy to them. And that enemy is not, not considered by them as white. Likewise with us. When you see you and I getting together, it is because we have begun to realize that we have a common enemy. And the only time we'll be able to come together with a common objective and a common goal is when we first develop a common motive. And that motive is best developed by recognizing the common enemy. And that common enemy is the white man. I say that common enemy is the white man. The white man is your enemy, whether you are a Baptist, whether you're a Methodist, whether you're a Episcopalian, or whether you're a Muslim, or whether you're a Mason, or whether you're an Elk, if you find yourself running into opposition when you're looking for freedom, justice, and equality, or some kind of right, you have to agree, always the one who opposes your right is the white man. Some old, blue-eyed, blonde-haired, bad-smelling white man.
who said, Dear Minister Malcolm, thank you very much for your kind invitation to participate in the rally you are sponsoring Saturday, August the 10th. We are in wholehearted agreement with your views that Negroes struggling for equal rights must not allow themselves to be divided. I deeply regret that a previous commitment forces me to be in Los Angeles on that day, and it will, therefore, be impossible for me to address your rally. Please express to the gathered throng the determination of CORE and myself to continue the fight for freedom in our country. We're glad to hear from uh, Dr. James Farmer, who's busy out in Los Angeles fighting the blue-eyed white man. That's who he's fighting. Also, we got a letter in reply from Dr. Ralph Bunch, or rather from his secretary. Dear Malcolm X, in the absence of Mr. Bunch, who was in Europe, I acknowledge the receipt of your letter of August the 1st inviting him to attend the Muslim rally on Saturday, August the 10th at 116th Street in Lenox Avenue, New York. Unhappily, Mr. Bunch will not be able to attend the rally since he is not due back in New York until the end of this month. Your letter will, of course, be placed before him at that time. We're happy to hear from Dr. Bunch's secretary. We're sorry that he's tied up in business abroad while there's so much urgent business here in this country. And we do think that if he can settle differences between the opposing factions in the Middle East and in the Congo, he should be able to mediate down in Mississippi or Alabama or maybe here in New York City between you and some of these northern crackers. You're still listening, I hope, to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. And you just heard a portion of the wisdom of Malcolm X, a record from the streets of Harlem for the first time a record, the voice of Malcolm X. Right now, I thought I would play Sounds of Sanford. Recorded at the Drag Races, Sanford, Maine. Jets, dragsters, and hot rods. Yes, you are going to actually hear the sounds of Sanford. The sounds of a drag race in 1965 or 66. Featuring Walt Afron's Green Monster Jet. So, on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, here is the sounds of Sanford. Let's 
And you're listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And in the background, as I fade out, the sounds of Sanford. Yes, there was some actual drag racing jets, dragsters, and hot rods. Some analog burners for you. And speaking of analog burgers, burners, thank you so much, Jason, for sending me a whole bunch of records, which we'll play now to end the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. I'm going to begin by playing some Kamikaze Washington I call I say kamikaze, 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 Washington guesting on Gabby Hernandez's record, Spirit Reflection, released on the Analog Burners record, record label. And Jason was kind enough to send me a whole bunch of singles that he plays on and has released on his label. So we're going to be playing a whole bunch from Analog Burners. Thank you, Jason McGinnis. So we're going to play this Gabby Hernandez LP and then a whole bunch of 7 Inches with 
the label known as Analog Burners, all put out by Jason McGinnis. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. So here is Gabby Hernandez on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Never. 
The underground when shop gets shut down. Cash being king, so don't act dumbfounded. Five rounds of wordplay, cracking a linoleum. Some rush the podium, song for the Smithsonian. Wrong turn, make a slug burn like sodium. You can tell a side in any melted pot, you throw me in a spark like lithium. Bitches scream, give me him, even though the skinny and it's similar to Simeon's. Follow no script, no ID chip. Part of my back, avoiding the crack on the queen strip. Steez flip, melt motherfuckers with ease like the second level of hell, 600 degrees. Move like I'm one with the breeze, but keep it cool. Anybody act fool, bell buckle his knees. Fuck it. 
My outtakes are well-made set. Y'all can panic like an outbreak uh, at LAX. Yeah. yeah, say hello to the charismatic asshole. Cause I only came to give you what you asked for. Mash forward through the borough of Queens in the physical, but the lyrics across the seas now. Motherfuckers want to test the style. And I don't even mention the eventual. You'll get left like a vegetable. No meat, no rice, just Monday with extra foul. Now, cutting corners get you curved on the come up. Bring it full strength like a felon on a run up. All that other shit'll get you done up. Locked out of your dreams of fine cuisines and big numbers. Only getting bigger in the bank. 81 engine with a lot up in the tank. We the Hennessy till I throw a couple drinks. I just make it look easy when it's harder than you think. Well, we got a slum nigga from the Ville. I thought I told y'all it's never random, but well, without a record deal, I still move major. Jesus Christ, I'm nice, your Lord will a savior. Brooklyn in the building, robbing, stealing. Anybody get it, even woman and children. Ain't no remorse, I want body corpse. Van Damme, kick to your face, shit, a blood sport. I don't pay no attention to whack ass rappers. They whack Reynolds rap for these whack ass rappers. Hitman for hire, set niggas on fire. I'm the truth in the booth, rest of y'all niggas liars. J-U double X diamonds is a problem. Ain't nothing in the world right here that can stop them. Southern Afghan and race. Niggas best to behave. Put lashes on your back like a slave. Posts on the corner, just plotting money and dividends. Cakes on the caper for papers, feeding my super friends. Flexing, X-Men, we Avengers. Post on the block, dodge, wiping in the benches. Monsters, starving hit diamonds, diamonds hit flush up. Flush shit, I'm fouling his man. So total, what's up? We mobbing the goblin, the check starving. BC, off the Block the squad ball. Hold pressure, put weight on the track diamonds. Hunt pressure with sand on the gag time. Calm and steady, we armed and ready. The dragon rabbit nigga eight miles of all spaghetti. Now watch. Mike handling, then he handled the handle when we grip touch. Came in the clutch, they your chin. It ain't nothing but the squad of the fam. I'm going through the ticket, and popping the damn. All sparks, link on track, make train cars. And a stick with a spit off the lip, no king guard. Straight R, with mouth for jar, roll out the jar, the leaf is dark. Plays part to release my art. Word, footwork, I move right, need work. My plug's not for nothing like And I don't make moves of fools that breed dumb outcome Better be income and then some red rum Shots I got, no possum act Desert Eagle Firebird, Pontiac Never off guard like a two-man, the crew blam Nothing but fruits in your circle, two can uh, The feel exact, the feel is trapped D-circle on the block like a cul-de-sac For the youth who need truth that play rude But it's hard to talk, hands free like Bluetooth I Take got a call from my sister, said the nigga that you shot Started snitching to the cops Fed circle the block, trying to shut down your spot They know the trucks in the drop you got the whole neighborhood hot, chill sis, you know I'm gonna handle this shit I walk around with a four-fifth ready to spit If a nigga wanna act up, empty the clip Cause I'm a boss and I ain't gotta conversate about shit Cause all I do is do murder, smack bitch, I turn up I've been about my white like Remy and high learning I'm good with that super that pee like now burning And shut your whole play down, nigga, it's closed curtains